A guy named Gary had a garage sale. And at this garage sale, an Episcopal priest came and purchased a lawnmower. A few days later, the priest came back and said, uh, This does not work. It won't start at all. And Gary said, Oh no, it, it, it will run, Father. But in order to get it started, you have to curse at it. And the priest was shocked. He said, I haven't uttered a curse in over 30 years. And Gary nodded and said, Just keep pulling the starter rope. The words will come back to you. <laughs> Verses 24 and 25 of today's lesson from Hebrews chapter 10 gives us plenty of scriptural rope to get started. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. I was teaching an intro class to Old Testament to university students in Miami. And of course, there were students from all over the country, because Miami is a very desirable place to live, especially if you're 18. And there was a student from China there, but there, of course, there were lots of students from Latin America, as you might imagine. Now, some of them had absolutely no church background at all. None. But even those who had a church background were very shaky, for the most part, on even Christian basics, much less the Old Testament. But this very bright young woman asked me a question. And it's a question that I have been asked by people of all ages, all around the world, in person and online. And she asked me in front of the entire class, she said, Do you really have to go to church to be a Christian? Do you really have to go to church to be a Christian? So, congregation, let's get interactive for a moment. You tell me some of the reasons that people say, no, you do not have to go to church to be a Christian because... Hmm? Faith not works. Okay, that would be one. What else? God is everywhere. Just, just, because, you don't, just because you go to church doesn't mean you actually believe in God. Right, you might actually, you know, just because you're going to church doesn't mean you actually believe in God. Other reasons that people say, no, you don't have to go. Yes. Right, so if we really believe, then we just live out our faith and God sees those things. And there's a whole bunch of other reasons, the church's failures, uh, yada, yada, yada. Okay, fine, those are all good. Now, let's do a little survey of hands based on that little discussion. How many of you have heard some of those reasons before? How many of you have been told one of those reasons by a friend or family member? Okay, still a few more hands. Uh, how many of you have used one of those reasons at some point in your life? Okay. Okay, that's perfectly fair. But how will today's lesson from Hebrews chapter 10 answer that question? And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more 
as you see the day approaching. Okay, so, so some follow-up questions about that, those verses. Is it difficult to provoke one another to love and good deeds if we neglect meeting together? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Is it difficult to encourage one another if we neglect meeting together? Yes. Is it difficult to be spiritual family to each other if we neglect meeting together? Yes, 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 yes. And yet, it is commonly accepted, even by church folks, that showing up on Sunday is optional. A very desirable thing to do, perhaps. A good thing to do, but certainly not necessary, and certainly not weekly. Oh, no, weekly. But it must be said that this notion of optional worship for the Christian is much more tied to the idea of organizational membership than it is to lifestyle discipleship. The idea of church as being sort of optional for the Christian is much more tied to the idea of organizational membership than lifestyle discipleship. So a church member may or may not show up on any given Sunday. He or she may not particularly feel like it. So they don't go. A disciple strives to go every Sunday, wherever they happen to be, whether they particularly feel like it or not. Because for them it's a commitment, it's a lifestyle, it's not an optional. Now, of course, even the committed disciple of Jesus will sometimes miss. And it's usually for reasons outside of their control. And they regret when they miss, and they feel that their week goes differently when they miss. Now, some of you breathe a little bit. This is not about guilt. This is not about guilt. This is not about setting unreasonable expectations. Because at St. John's, we say that doubts are okay. Questions are welcome. Please come as you are. So if you worship here twice a year, we are incredibly grateful. If you worship here every week, we are incredibly grateful. But the invitation to weekly worship, whether you're here in town or on the road, is just that. It's an invitation to deeper discipleship. And there's a very strong consensus across the Christian tradition, Catholic, Protestant, Orthodox, recommending weekly worship as a very healthy, very good spiritual rule of thumb for individuals and for families. And it's also highly commended by our Episcopal tradition because it is only when we meet together to provoke one another to love and good deeds that we can celebrate the Eucharist. Only when we're together. So at St. John's, we commend this spiritual rule of thumb. And as your spiritual physician, I also commend that rule of thumb to you as well. There was a church that installed hot air hand dryers in the restrooms in order to get rid of all the mess of the paper towels and to save money. And these hot air hand dryers, they work just fine, perfectly. But one day the rector ordered them to be removed. Because he went into the bathroom and he found written on the wall next to one of the units for the pastor's next sermon, press here. <laughs> 
This, this was here at St. John's. No. <laughs> Sorry about that, John Jr. Warden. We still have here at St. John's, you and I as individuals, some work to do in embracing this venerable spiritual rule of thumb. But not just as individual disciples, but as a parish family. Because think it through for a moment. Just think it through. If we are really going to take weekly worship and weekly Eucharist as seriously as our Episcopal and Christian tradition would have us do, well then, we probably need to offer more possibilities of Eucharist to make it able for people to show up for weekly worship when they cannot be here on Sunday at 10 a.m. Because right now, we just say, if you can't come at 10 a.m., you're almost out of luck. So we probably need to push our 12, 10 Wednesday service more. Perhaps we need to add an evening uh, Eucharist, uh, evening Mass as well during the week. And who knows what else? But if we're going to say those things are important, then our church life has to reflect it. Otherwise, we're setting people up to something they can't do. But when you hear that question again, and you will hear that question perhaps this afternoon, do I really have to go to church in order to be a Christian? Remember Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25. But don't just remember the verses, folks. Don't just remember the general idea. Live those verses with God's help and the encouragement of God's people. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Amen.